You said Y-E-S to buying an HDB flat together. Now, there's another three letters to take note of. I-L-Y? <laughs> I know, B-T-O. No, H-F-E. You need a valid HDB flat eligibility letter if you're applying for your BTO flat. It takes about a month to process your HFE application. So, if you haven't gotten an HFE letter, apply at homes.hdb.gov.sg. That's H-O-M-E-S hdb.gov.sg. It's Gold 905. Sounds good, feels good, and tastes good on this tasty Thursday. Super excited because I have with me online chatting. It is the winner of MasterChef Singapore Season 3, Jonathan Chu! Congratulations, first of all. Thank you, Denise. Thank you for having me here. Oh, not at all. I am thrilled to bits for you. I know it was a hard fight, a long journey. You've just emerged as the winner in a very exciting all-male grand finale. You know, first of all, I have to say, I find it almost like fate that your surname is Chu, given that you're studying to be a dentist and you also are excellent at cooking. It's almost like you're Chu by name, nature and profession. Oh my God, so I actually saw that comment somewhere before. Someone was like, you should start a shop and he suggested like using my surname in like the shop's name for both a dental clinic and like a cake shop. Yes. And then I was like, wow, I've actually never thought about that, you know, like none of my friends have ever pointed that out. And yeah, I think that would be quite funny and honestly, like there's a story behind. Uh, Absolutely. Okay, let's get serious. Let's get down to business. Very obvious question. Hot on the heels of your winning. I mean, you went through a really pressurizing final round. You had to cook three courses in a meal, get judged by Audra, Bjorn and Damien. Talk us through that whole last episode, the finale. What was going through your mind? Did you know exactly what you were going to cook? I mean, what kind of emotions were just coursing through your body? Okay, first of all, I'm going to say that it's so interesting that it's a three-man finale, right? Yeah. I am super thankful for that because... Otherwise, I wouldn't even be part of the finale. Like, I have been eliminated. I also thought it was quite cool how like each of us are from different ethnic groups. And knowing Narash and Andy, their cooking style is very closely tied to like Malay and Indian cuisine, but elevated. So it's all about modernizing the flavors that they are comfortable with. Whereas for me, I usually cook whatever I want. You know, like if I make a lemon meringue tart, I'm going to make a lemon meringue tart. But then for the finale, because of how unique it was, I was thinking like, you know, I should pay a little bit of homage to that and put with flavors that I'm familiar with, but I have to put my own spin to it. So that was my approach yeah. at the start of that finale. That's why I came up with the three dishes, like something a Singaporean Chinese who grew up eating. Like. You definitely impressed the judges. Were you nervous at all? It seems like you're quite a calm person because you're all about precision and perfection. Okay, I think I was more stressed out than usual, but I don't think I was like, Freaking out because I would just lose all control and it would just make matters worse. Mm. But having said that, there are parts of the like show that actually got cut out. I felt like a lot of things went wrong for me during the finale. Right. Um, like cut myself. It was a small cut, but I still cut myself. I think this part was at, okay, my appetizer was a savory tongue and I had some issues getting the dough to cook properly. Mm. And then at the end, right, I realized I could have just easily used a bigger pot. 
Only um, after that later. It's almost like yeah, simple common sense things kind of fly out of your brain when you're under that sort of pressure in the kitchen. Right, right, definitely. But you still managed to keep it all under control. And while we didn't see all of the crazy stuff happening, the mistakes you made, you still managed to emerge the winner. It was nice to have your family with you there at Final Judgment, right? I always want to know, you know, once you're done with all of that high pressure stuff, you've won, you know, you can really heave that sigh of relief. Did you go out and have a meal with your family? What was the first thing you ate or cooked right after the competition? I want to point out that what you see on TV, right, is not what we eat, you know, behind the scenes. So we actually got catered food. Yeah. The food was... Well, not the best. Um, so when I went out, right, I think I just like went crazy on getting like the chakwitao, the chicken rice. The oilier, the better lah. So all the good hawker classics, you just wanted to have what you couldn't have while you were all kind of quarantined together during the filming. And, you know, that's like spoken like a true blue Singaporean. As a dental student, do you think that that kind of complements your cooking skills, your cooking style? In other words, do you think that your professional training so far in dentistry has given you an edge over the other competitors? I mean, you literally pipped Naresh to the post by a mere 1.5 points right yeah i think that was crazy but yes i do think that my training does help in the masterchef competition mm. i wouldn't say as a chef but in the masterchef competition yes first of all like because we have to be very precise when we're working with someone's mouth because the tooth is so tiny right yeah yeah so it does help when it comes to making things like desserts it helps when i need to memorize different ratios because mm. it's like a skill la, like when i need to like memorize things quickly i thought that was quite helpful mm. another thing is i thought it helped me like remain calm because one of the things we learn in school is if something goes wrong you cannot panic in front of the patient because you need to reassure the patient, right? So for me, if something goes wrong in the MasterChef kitchen, I would just work around it. Yeah. Yeah, find the best alternative. So I think my training in school, it was like applicable. And okay, this is a bit of an unfair question I'm just throwing in here. Which do you prefer? Cooking or baking? It really depends on the context, okay? But I bake a lot more at home Mm. and I have good reasons for it. Because when I'm home, baking ingredients are just like more accessible because you always have them on hand, like your flour, your sugar. Whereas cooking, right? And if I fit through a recipe book and I get inspired by something, I have to like make my way down to the supermarket and whatever, you know, then... That is true. I need more like planning before that. So I like baking have everything yeah do you have any plans for the future when it comes to your your baking definitely i'm gonna continue my home-based baking business i will probably do it over the weekends i think after master chef uh, because i'm known as like the desserts guy right yes i think it's worthwhile to continue selling my dessert so that people can actually have a taste of it yeah because um, we've seen it and we're like mm, i want to lick the tv screen i want to know what it tastes like and now we actually can by ordering from you do we follow you on on instagram for like drops or like we can just directly order how do we do that and what are your signature bakes i have a instagram page it's called at the battered boy battered as in pancake batter (laughs) yes the battered boy cute yeah i don't really have a signature dish but my thoughts on like a big seal menu right is Mm -hmm. to include stuff that i make on MasterChef, yes. you know. So I thought that would be quite interesting. Maybe not exactly the same because now that I'm at home, I probably have more time to like perfect it and like 
make it more like transportable and whatever lah, like yeah. so that it remains nice, you know. But I think it'd be cool if to like let people see like, oh, this is how it actually tastes instead of just saying, oh, it looks nice on TV. But does it actually taste that good? Yeah. So it's something that I'm working on. It's a bit of a problem because I don't really remember the exact recipe I used in the Master Chef Kitchen because it was an hour you have to think yeah. on your feet. Yeah. So um, I don't think it tastes exactly the same, but it's. <laughs> Yeah, more or less there lah. I'm yeah. sure you can put it together. You are a smart guy. And I think what a great idea to actually produce like a MasterChef sampler box of all your MasterChef cooks, the ones that mm. did so well. What about like a actual bricks and mortar type uh, situation? Is that in the works at all? I think that's like one of the ultimate dream. But having said that, I actually did research into the costs of starting an FMB business and the overheads are actually very high. Mm. So my plan is to, you know, do it home base first and if that takes off and it goes very well, then sure, like we can set up a physical shop. But I think I will start small and see where that takes me lah. Yeah. yeah. See what's the response, so on and so forth. Yeah, I mean, you know what? You are 23 years old. You really, the skies are the limit for you. By the way, you won over $100,000 worth of cash and prizes. Congratulations once Thank again. You. You've got a book deal with Marshall Cavendish. Any ideas what you're going to do with that cookbook? I'm actually looking forward to like the cookbook deal. I've always like have a bucket list of things I want to do. La. Like uh, MasterChef was one of them. Yep. It's not like things I have to achieve. It was like things I want to do. Yeah. Maybe it's like work as a Starbucks barista. That sort of small things. Yeah. So writing a cookbook is one of them. I feel like it will be such a cool like opportunity to take up. I'm working on it right now, but it's taking way longer than I thought. You need to write it out. You test it. You need to take photos. So yeah. it's a lot of work. But it's in progress right now. And is there a theme? Is it just kind of like you, your story on a plate? What is it going to be like? I think it's really going to be my style of cooking. I will explain to you every step because I feel like I'm quite scientific, right? Mm. So I will explain in the book itself what goes wrong. I feel like sometimes when you have cookbooks, right? There's the final photo of the dish. It looks amazing. But then if you mess up along the way, you don't know what happened. You don't know why you cannot reach that. So I want to like include like illustrations in between steps. I personally like illustrating. So I think that might come in handy. Yeah. So for every recipe that I make, right, there will be a section that like tells you like if this happens, how should you troubleshoot? How should you rectify that? I think that would be better, especially if I'm planning to do like a dessert style sort of cookbook. Because yeah. like when you're cooking, you know, you can can just like agaration yes. when it comes to big so easy to aggaration lah. No, it's mm. got to be precise and there's so many variables and also I have found out the hard way that even if you follow the recipe to the T to your knowledge, sometimes mm. things don't go right because of your equipment, the heat of your oven, all of that. Oh, so sure. the first time you do a bake, it's usually not great. If it is great, complete fluke and you've got to do it several times in order to yeah. just tweak and adjust so that you finally get it right. So I think that your idea of uh, warning people of pitfalls, what to do if something goes wrong would be so useful and I don't think I've really seen that in any cookbook so far and to illustrate it as well wow those are big yeah. ambitious plans for your cookbook and we wish you all the very best for that I was mm. wondering you know from the start of your journey with the MasterChef competition to now is there anything that has changed whether your cooking style has evolved or your mindset or perspective or relationship to food have you learned anything through this entire process? Like, I really appreciate 
appreciate the effort it takes for professional chefs to like put out a dish and then have it served to you like as a customer sometimes i wonder like wow like this particular like meal is so expensive but let me tell you like after joining masterchef like when i go through like things like the zoo challenge or the restaurant challenge when i have a first-hand experience of working sort of in a professional kitchen, yeah. uh, that I realized like you're not paying for ingredients themselves. You're paying for like the effort, the attention to detail, the yelling all these chefs get from other like chefs. It's just very incredible. Or like I feel like I have a lot of newfound respect for the profession. Mm. It's incredibly tough. The hours are long, and I talk to people who are actually professional chefs working behind the scenes in a MasterChef set, right? Yeah. So when you talk to them, you actually like have a glimpse of how their working lives is like. La. So it's really not as like rosy or as easy as you think. And I have so much respect for that. So I feel like what I took away from MasterChef is not just what people see on TV. It was really like working with the crew, talking to people. I thought that was quite meaningful for me because it was really not something that I ever experienced. It was eye-opening. Oh, and another thing was the other contestants were all like we all come from so many different parts of life right they're all a lot older than i am so i feel like i also got to like uh learn a lot from them beyond just cooking you absorb their life experience correct one of my favorite i like raj a lot mm-hmm. despite like many like comments about him because we were like roommates yeah he always shares his like life stories he loves his grandson a lot yeah. and that's very inspiring law like he has a can-do attitude you know like uh, i might not be the best at cooking but i can like make an impression on everyone so i thought that was something that is just inspiring to me um you know you were mentioning earlier on about that newfound respect for the professional life of a chef uh, people who cook for a living you're gonna possibly have a taste of that didn't you also as part of your prize win an internship with gagan okay Okay, first of all, I think it is a super great opportunity. I don't think like anyone can just like have an internship at such a prestigious restaurant, right? Yeah. It's definitely something that I'm considering. I would pick it up if the opportunity like allows and if our like schedule works. You must be so busy because it's not like you've quit dentistry, right? You're back in school mm. trying to finish up your degree, right? My school has always been super supportive on my MasterChef journey. Yeah. Especially like all the teaching staff and back then like I have to be absent from school. They really like made a lot of arrangements because I had to miss a lot of lessons and tests. Yeah. So I'm super grateful to all of them. Okay, we're going to go for a little break. We're going to get back and get to know Jonathan a little bit better. I've got some fun questions in store for you, Jonathan. So hold that thought. Okay. Mom, can you cook next week? I'd like to invite the extended family over for a meal. (sighs) I'd love to, but my hands are numb and tingly. Difficult to stir the pot or cut the vegetables. This might be due to nerve damage. Try Neurobion. It's packed with high-strength vitamin B1, B6 and B12. Clinically proven to regenerate and nourish the nerves. Wow, I'll give it a try. Can't wait to cook again. Get Neurobion from Watson's today. Put life back in your hands with Neurobion. 